Hello. We are excited that you have decided to join us today via our podcast. There are other ways you can join. You can watch us live on Facebook, YouTube, and Roku under the Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries or on our website at www.mtdm.org. You can also join us in the sanctuary at 401 North Wright Street, Bergaw, North Carolina, 28425, every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you would like to give a donation, you can go to our website and click the donation button at www.mtdm.org. The attack and every assignment that the enemy has sent out against us on today, in Jesus' name, and I call it null and void, in the mighty name of Jesus, amen, amen. If you would... Open your Bibles to 1 Corinthians 2.16. And we want to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say unto the body of Christ, unto the church. 1 Corinthians 2.16. And the Word of God now reads. I will read it first in the New King James Version, and then I will go to the New Living Translation. Verse 16, for who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. New Living Translation, for who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who knows enough to teach him? But we understand these things, for we have the mind of Christ. You may be seated. We're going to get back on the armor of God, but I believe God has a word for his people. We know that. A new year is coming upon us, and we want to be ready for everything that God has for us. And I know that each new year that comes, all of us make, some of us make new year resolutions. Some of us, maybe not all of us, and we promise the Lord, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. Or some of us wait on somebody to give us a word from the Lord for the coming new year. Amen. We want to hear what's going to happen in that coming new year so it can give us a boost, so it can give us some encouragement. But as I was sitting before the Lord and and I was asking the Lord, I said, Lord, what do you have for your people? And the Lord began to tell me, mind renewal. You can get all the word you want from anybody. But if your mind is not renewed according to who you are, Now that you and him, everything you get ain't going to mean anything. So God want me to go back here because as I go back here and for you to understand where we should be and where the Lord want us to be. So when he went on mind renewal, I'm telling you, it's so important that you renew your mind according to the word of God. If you're not renewing your mind according to the word of God. You cannot receive what God has already provided for you. The enemy, he comes in like a flood. But the spirit of the living God would raise up a standard against him. But if you have not come to know who you are and whose you are, the enemy is going to come and he's going to play with your mind all day long. 
But I'm here to tell you how slick and how cunning the enemy is and how deceitful he is. What he does is he plants a seed. And if you don't uproot that seed through the word of God, then that seed begin to grow and it's a stronghold. And a stronghold, as we know, is an area in your life you held in bondage due to your way of thinking. But you accept in this deceit, you accept in these lies, it's because you don't know truth. So until you come to know truth, you're not going to be able to distinguish that lie from the truth. So you have to be more acquainted with God, with truth, with Jesus, more than you acquainted with the things that's going on around you. This is why we're having um, division in church, in the church. This is why everybody in the church, they say they're born again. But then when something pop up, you ain't acting like you're born again. There's a problem, y'all. And God was letting me know the problem is mind renewal. The more you renew your mind, the more you plant the seed, which is the word of God, which is an incorruptible seed then that seed is going to pull up everything that need to be pulled up that's not in alignment with him. But if you're not planting, now I'm not just talking about skimming the word. Come on, let's get over skimming this word. Some of you go in there and read it and think you've done something. But if you're not going into the word of God for what it is, the Bible says again and again and again, my son, pay attention To my word. He said that when you pay attention to his words and let them not depart from your eyes. And you keep them in the midst of your heart. You got to keep them. Then they are life to all those that find them. And they are health to all flesh. That means the word is your medicine. For everything that you would ever go through in life. If you grab hold to this word, which says my word, which goes forth out of my mouth, will not come back to me void, but it will go out and accomplish that which I please. That means it's going to make happen wherever I send it and it's going to prosper in the thing that I have sent it to do. So we got to know that his word is forever settled in heaven. So when we know all of these things, see, when you know all of these things, you are becoming acquainted with all of these things. See, the devil know that the word quickens. He know that God's word brings you life. So the enemy immediately right now, he's ready to steal that word before it gets planted. Why? Because in your mind, you got a lot of distractions. You got a lot of things going on. You in this building, but your mind have left this building because you're thinking about what I'm going to eat, what, how much money I got in the bank, this, that, and the other. But when your mind is totally renewed according to the word, then it's going to come out of your heart and out of your mouth. So this is why God is saying, everybody is worrying about what word are we getting from the new year? What are they going to prophesy? You hear prophesy. The word of God is what's going to keep you. Nothing else can keep you but the word. The Bible tells us heaven and earth is going to pass away. But he said, my word is going to remain. Y'all man can tell you something. 
And man can have confidence in what they're saying. But if it's not in alignment with the word, it will fail. There is no failure in God. Remember, God is not man that he should lie. I'm going to say it again. Let's separate God from man. God is not man that he shall lie. Neither the son of man that he shall repent repent me. He's not going to change his mind. He said, have I not said it? Shall I not do it? Have I not spoken it? Shall I not make it good? Everything that God does is good. There's no evil in nothing that God does. When God speak a word, I don't care how your situation look. You got to stand on what God is saying. Because his word is final authority. So I'm going to go here to get where I'm going for you to implant that word. But this is a time of mind renewal because you're going into another year that's going to have more things coming up than this past year. And if your mind is not where it needs to be, you're not going to be able to stand financially, physically, mentally, and emotionally. And this is what I have learned, y'all. You cannot make nobody take the word. You can't. Your job is to give them the word of life. Because the Bible said the spirit is what quickens. The spirit is what makes alive. The flesh profits you nothing. He said the words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. See what we're trying to do, we're trying to rescue people. Jesus have already done it. The only thing we supposed to do is give them the word that's going to quicken them. That's going to bring life unto them. So when you see somebody of age and you giving them the word and there's a resistance when it comes to that word, then you got to understand that a deliverance have to take place. There is a spirit that's there. That's not the person. You got to speak the word over that person and you got to bind and you got to loose. See, this is no game, y'all, because the enemy is after your mind. When he gets your mind, he has your body. When he gets your mind and have your thinking distorted, then your body is going to react according to where your mind is. We have Christian folks with their mind out of place. And they think that they're okay, but they're not okay. When you see a lot of envy, jealousy, strife, and all that, it's a mind thing. It's where their mind is set to. So until they get their mind in the right place, how many of y'all hear people all the time say, I'm sorry. But later on, it ain't even the next day, they go back to the same pattern. Because they ain't had a change of mind. Your mind, changing your mind is a process. It does not happen overnight. People say, I'm sorry, but then their body has not changed the way it's doing because that mind has not went through that process yet. And until that mind go through the process, if a person is dipping and tripping, they're going to go back dipping and tripping. If a person is lying, they're going to go back to lying. Why? Because that mind ain't being renewed. That mind got to be processed just like a computer. You got to take the old data out to put new data in. If you don't take the old data out, that computer ain't going to function. Why do you have updates on your phone all the time? 
They send updates because there are bugs in your phone that they didn't recognize when they sent it. Oh, come on, somebody. Y'all better understand where you are today. It ain't about your money. Your money cannot save you. People got money in the bank, but their mind is so tore up they can't spend the money. And some people got money in the bank and they're scared to spend it because they, they got a mindset of lack. We got a problem in the church. The church is the ones that's supposed to go out with this new mindset. And that new mindset represent your new way of living, your new way of being now that you're in the kingdom. If you're going out and acting like you used to act, people don't want what you got. They don't want to be a part of the kingdom. So the first thing you got to understand is, and I went over this before, and God is bringing it back. Why did God bring it back? He said, I'm bringing things back because you ain't accepting what I'm bringing. So I got to bring it back because I love you. The word never gets old. Never. Some of y'all are saying, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? See, you're looking at you, but you ain't looking at the new you. The new you is nothing wrong. So until you catch up through the word of God, what the word says about who you are, you're going to every day say something wrong with me. Something wrong with me. People don't like me. Something wrong with me. Something wrong with me. Come on. Anybody who go to a psychiatrist, they lay you out. They talk to you and get all in your business to try to find a route to what's going on in your mind. And they think they have grabbed that root. And one thing that they do, they give you, anytime you take medication, medication don't cure you. Understand that. Because when those symptoms come back, they got to give you something else because they thought that they hit what you said. So you go through medicine after medicine after medicine and you think that you're totally okay, but you find out later, no, it just covered me. It didn't heal me. But when it comes to the word, that's total healing. Nothing missing, nothing broken. So the first thing you got to know is being born again, you are spirit. I got to go here. Soul and body. According to 1 Thessalonians 5.23, you are a three-part being. That's the first thing you got to know. That spirit is what got born again. Your spirit is what was made new. And the Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 5.17, come on, we're just going to get a course and go into where God has taken us. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is, this is who you are now that you're in Christ. You are a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So sometimes when people get born again, they're thinking, well, nothing has changed. I'm, I have the same thoughts. I'm doing the same thing. I want to go to the same places. So how can I be saved when I'm acting the same way? Because nobody has told you that when you truly have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior... Your spirit is what was born again. That's the new you. That's where the life of God resides. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit resides in your born again spirit. 
That's the part of you that is filled with everything you need from God. It's full of his knowledge. It's full of his wisdom. It's full of his healing. It's full of the fruit. It's full of, full of everything that you need is right there in your spirit. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Come on. You have God on the inside of you. Everything you need is in your spirit. There's life in your spirit. But the problem is you got to understand that you are joined unto the Lord. You are a new spirit in him. You are joined unto him. That means that you are complete in him. Y'all, I want you to understand this. So you, the power of God is in you. The creator and maker is in you. Jehovah Shalom is in you. The God of peace is in you. Jehovah Jireh, your provider, is in you. Everything you need from God is in you. The problem is, it's getting it out of you. And the thing is, we're begging God to do something for us. And God say, you have me in you. You have everything you need in you. If you need healing, it's already in you. I put it already in you. If you need peace, I put it already in you. If you need joy, I put it already in you. If you need meekness and long suffering, it's already in you. Everything you need is in you. In you. That's why the Bible said, in him you live. In him you move. In him you have your being. Get off your knees begging God to come out of heaven. Just look down. He's in you. Sometimes we look up, but we need to look down. He's in you. God said, I'm tired of being shut up in a box. Everything you need is in you. But the problem is you don't know what's in you. That's why you use it another source. You going to get something that you already have. Because you ain't recognize who's in you. The day that you accepted him as your Lord and Savior, you became the temple of God. He's no longer in a building. You're the temple. This is where the Holy Ghost resides. This is where the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit reside on the inside of you. He said, I want to manifest myself. I want people to know that I'm already here. But if you ain't in your word, and knowing what you have, you still praying to God to do something that he's already done. God, if you heal me, God, if you pay my, if, 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 God's already done it. God, if you do this, God, I'll do that. God, if you pay off my debt, I'll tithe. Come on, somebody. We put a lot of ifs in something we already have. That is because we have not become fully acquainted with who he is. So you have him already in you. And then the word of God says in Colossians 3.10, I'm going somewhere. And have put on the new man. Who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. So we have all the knowledge we need in our spirit. And renewed means to be changed into a new kind of life opposed to the formal corrupt state. So we have a new life already in us full of knowledge. Full of wisdom. Full of everything we need. So full of God. 
So that's the first thing that you got to know. Everything you need is in your spirit. First John 2.20 says, but you have an anointing, an unction, an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. You know all things because of the spirit of the living God that's in you. Anything that you need to know, when you go renew your mind, God begin to reveal and make it known through the Holy Spirit. But you know what's wrong? We got lazy Christians. We got people chasing money and chasing other things instead of going into the word of God and knowing what you already have. We got people chasing other people to give us a word so we can calm down a little bit. But after you get the word, the word has no meaning because you haven't become acquainted with the word that you got. God wants you to learn of him. He wants you to learn of him so you can be taught by him so you can carry out what he's given you for others. We have too much dependency on this world. How do I know? Because I believe the majority of us in this building don't want to die. Come on, somebody. We don't want our lives to end because we feel like I ain't done enough. I ain't seen enough. I haven't accomplished enough. But what we got to understand when it is our time to go, we got to know we have eternal life in him. So no matter when it is our time, we're ready. Our bags are packed. And when we know what we already have, we know we ain't missing nothing. But our mind is so set on this earth and so set on one another, we don't want to leave. I ain't ready yet. So you, everything you need is in your spirit. The problem is getting out of our spirit to our soul. And this is where I'm going. So we have the mind of Christ. Everything we need is in our spirit. Now, this is what Jesus did when Jesus came to the earth. Matthew 4, 17, for that time, Jesus began to preach and say, repent. Repent means to change one's mind for the better. He began to teach. He began to say, repent for the kingdom of God of heaven is at hand. Jesus came in saying, first of all, you got to have a change of mind. And the only way they could have a change of mind, Jesus had to preach the good news concerning the kingdom in order for them to have a change of mind. So we get into Romans 12 too. That's where I'm going at. Everybody know this by heart, but are we doing what we know? Because if you know it, you're going to do it. The Bible says, do not be shaped by conform to, to press into a mold by the world's age. How many of us are pressing into being shaped by what the world is doing? Come on. All of us is kind of guilty. All of us is kind of guilty in that area because anything that happens or comes out in the world, we get pressed into the mold of it. We feel like this is what we need. Come on. Every time my iPhone come out, we look at what we have is dated. Can't have no dated iPhone. I got to get, I got to get up to date, up to date with who? Up to date with the world. So that means that we being shaped into we being molded into what the world is doing, but it gets to a point when you made up your mind to keep what you got, they make what you got obsolete. So you can't upgrade. See, either way, the world is trying to take advantage. So he said, you can't be pressed into molded into this age. Instead, be changed within transformed by a new way of thinking. So when you're transformed, you're changed. 
And that change takes place in your soul. Quit telling people that their soul have to be saved. Your soul will not be born again. The only thing your soul is saved from is the filth and everything around you. That's why you got to renew it. You're born again in your spirit. Your soul didn't get saved. That's why it's a renewing process. That's why it's a mind renewal so your soul can get what's in your spirit. I'm going to say it again. This is why you got to be in the word of God every day. Every opportunity that you get, you need to be well-rounded in the word with healing, with deliverance, with prosperity, with peace. You got to be well-rounded. That's why you have to read the scriptures on a daily basis. Jesus, even when he was tempted, the first thing he said is, man don't live by bread alone. But by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. See, some of us always trying to figure out, and me, what am I going to eat today? What am I going to cook? Where am I going to go eat? But then when you look at the word of God, it says, man don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So we have to live now that we are spiritual beings. The word is our food. You are a spiritual being. You got to feed off of the word of God to grow, to grow spiritually, to grow into grace. If you're not feeding off the word of God, you're going to be just like the world, even though you accepted Jesus. You're going to be mad. You're going to be jealous because you see everybody else moving ahead and you feeling like, why I'm not moving. Get in your word. So we see here, he said, by a new way of thinking, renewing your mind. Now look at this. Then you will be able to decide, discern, test, and approve what God wants for you. You will not know what God wants for you until your mind is transformed. And when it is transformed, it's going to connect with the spirit and then it's going to flow to your body. If healing ain't flowing to your body, it's because your mind ain't being renewed according to the word with what the word of God says concerning healing. And the more you get into the word dealing with healing and the word say by Jesus Christ, you were already healed. Don't you know it is a process because if you've been feeding your mind on, I'm hurting, I'm hurting, I'm hurting. I ain't going to never be healed. Oh, you getting what your mama had. You getting what your daddy had. Oh, Arthur's attacking you today. If you feeding Arthur more than you going in the word of God, then that's how you're going to be attacked. And that's what your body going to do. Your body have a problem deciding which way it's going to go because you're double-minded. The Bible say a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. You got to stick to what the word is saying outside of how you feel. It ain't about your feeling. Faith is no feeling. It's about what the word of God says. If the word of God said it, that's what God meant. And that's what God said. And it shouldn't be a change in that. So we have to stand on what God is saying opposite to how we feel how many know a merry heart does good like medicine but a broken spirit it dries up your bones how many know that when you're going through in your body and you make a doctor's appointment and you get before the doctor and the doctor say oh we got something for you i'm gonna give you an antibiotic you'll be all right you all right before you took the antibiotic because he gave you what a good word a merry heart does what good like medicine so he gave you something i'm gonna give you this antibiotic this antibiotic gonna work you got happy 
Because you said, I don't have to go through this pain no more. I'm going to take this antibody. You ain't looked at the side effects. You just trusted that man. Come on, somebody. He said, you're going to be all right. Just take it for 10 days. And you're going to go back to your normal self. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank, thank you, Jesus. So we take that. Don't look at no side effects. Nothing. But when it comes to this word. And you begin to take the word. Dealing with what you're going through. Your mind begins to say. Oh, you ain't getting better. You getting worse. It ain't doing you no good. See, mate, you're hurting worse now since you're taking it instead of feeling better. Then you begin to agree with what that flesh is saying. But when you begin to quote what God's word is saying by Jesus Christ, I am the healed of the Lord. Not going to be healed, but I am the healed because he sent his word and he has healed me. He has delivered me from all of my destruction. From all of my pain, from all the diseases and sicknesses, I am the healed of the Lord. When you're, when you're quoting that and you're standing on that, guess what? Your body eventually is going to line up with what you're saying. Because you were created by words. And this is what you got to stand on, the word of life. You got to say, wait a minute, body, what did I tell you? Didn't I tell you to get into alignment? You are the healed of the Lord, not going to be, but you healed right now. Now you be healed. And then you go on about your business. And then when your mind want to say, your body's still hurting, oh, I bind you in the name. You get into alignment. You cast that down in Jesus. But we don't do all that. We try to find the nearest thing we can to get rid of what we got. My son, pay attention to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them. And their health to all flesh. You have to keep the word before you. And the more you keep the word before you, that's going to be your focus. The Bible said, then you will be able to decide, discern, test, and approve what God wants for you. His will. You will know what is good and pleasing to him and what is perfect. The enemy does not want you to renew your mind. Why? He don't want you to know the will of God. He wants you to know his will. Now, sometimes we blame the devil for everything. The devil has already set you up in your mind. Because the things that you have already accepted, that's been planted, Like I said, there's a stronghold there. And in order for that stronghold to be uprooted, it has to come through the word of God. So we got to do the work, y'all. Come on, when you're in school, you go from 12th grade, some of us go to college. You're still doing the work. You're taking what they're giving you and you're studying it and you're meditating on it. Why? Because you got to pass the test. But the real test is after you graduate and you go into what you majored in or whatever, they're going to see what you know. A nurse or a doctor, look how long they have to go to school in order to be a nurse, in order to be a doctor. When they come out, they still have to go into clinicals. They have to work with the ones that already know. And then when they get a hang of everything that they're doing, they feel confident. They feel sure. So when you ask them a question, they got to know how to answer you. I remember, I ain't going to tell you who it was. It was somebody that was going through. My husband can witness this. And when the Lord sent me in, when they were going through, the Lord let me know it was something wrong. So I'm going to the ones that's the professionals, the ones that's supposed to know. And I'm telling them something is wrong. This is what they say because they can only go on what 
they were trained to do. No, the vital signs is good. All the vital signs and everything is good. So we don't see no problem. I said, I hear what you're saying, but there's a problem. No, all the vital signs and everything is good. You know, the blood pressure, everything is good. There's no problem. I didn't give up. I said, no, there is a problem. So finally, this was LPN. I went to the nurse and they said, well, we done checked. I said, what, what you need to do, you need to call the doctor in. A test need to be run because something is not right. Finally, they heard it. So when they called, ran the test and everything, they had to transfer the person to the emergency room. But before that, the nurse standing before me, and I'm asking about the medications, and I asked her, I said, is they on this medication? She looked at me, she said, are they on that? I said, you the nurse, you're supposed to know. So if you don't ask these questions... You will lay there and literally die because they think they know. This is why you need the Holy Ghost. And this is why you need to hear him instead of trusting everybody, giving you pills and giving you stuff and things still have not changed. You got to have somebody that's hearing what God has to say and come to find out it was something else going on and they had to transfer him to New Hanover. Now, I'm saying this to say all of this. When you... Study this word the way you study and everything else. You will see the new life that you have now that you're in Christ. But you got to take this word for what it is. So God began to show me this again. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So does he become. Your thinking determines what you're going to become. If you think sick. You're going to be sick. If you think lack, you're going to have lack. If you think on depressing things, you're going to be depressed. Did y'all know anxiety brings depression? The more anxious you get, the more worried you get, and then the more depressed you get. And see, things come from your thinking. So you got to get your thinking in alignment with who you are now that you are in Christ, the more you think on things that are above, then you're going to receive those things that come from above. The way you think is the way you're going to live and the way you're going to act. So God is saying the church need a mind renewal because we got people that are born again doing different things. Some people think that when you get born again, it's okay to still party and still be born again. It's okay to still hang out with people that are not saved and say, you know, I'm still born again. How can you be a light unto those people? How can you be a light that's sitting on the hill for the whole world to see if you're walking around with darkness? See, there have to be a separation when it comes to the things of God. Then the Bible tells us and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Y'all, it's all over the word. When God was taking me back through the word. And the reason why God does these things, because sometimes the enemy will slip up sometime. Sometimes he'll make you feel you're not worthy. Sometimes he'll make you feel there's no point to keep teaching because they're not listening. They're doing the same thing. They're acting the same way. And if you don't grab those thoughts, it will bring you down. And this is why I have to stay before the Lord every day, every chance I can get to keep my mind where it need to be. And if you're not in this word the way you need to be, the enemy is setting you up 
for a disaster. He's setting you up to fall. But if you have this word to back you and you have a mind renewal, it brings change in your life. And you can tell change because your body is not the same the way it used to be. You feel in life from the word of God. The more you put in life, the more your body is going to feel the life that's coming from him. The more you think on negative things, you are going to get what? Negative things. So the next scripture says, Romans 8, 5, and 6. For those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on things of the flesh. Set their minds on things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, set their mind on things of the spirit. To be carnally minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. Carnally minded, fleshly minded is death. The more you think on things of the flesh, it's bringing you death. The more you think on things of the spirit, it brings you life. Y'all, it is proven. The more your thinking lined up with the mind of Christ, which comes through the word of God, you will receive life. You cannot tell everybody everything, even Christians, because they bring you death. Christians that do not renew their mind the way they need to renew their mind, it brings death to you. But when you stand on what the word of God has to say, no matter what, you feel the peace of God. You feel the life of God. You feel the joy of God. Because why? The word is bringing you life. There's another scripture. I always quote this scripture. James 1 verse 21 says, Therefore, lay aside... All filthiness and the overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the engrafted, the implanted word which is able to save your soul. We got to lay aside this stuff. All of this filthiness, all of this wickedness. When you got that before you, you can't get that implanted word. You can't get that engrafted word to save your soul. It saves your soul. It rescues your soul from these things. This is what the word does. It rescues your soul from filthiness, from wickedness. If you're still holding a grudge, if you're still unforgiven, if you're still in strife, if you're still angry, if you're still rude, if you're still bolstered, if you're still all of those things, you ain't been implanting the word. If people, if, if people come up to you and you lash out at them and you talk hateful to them and your whole continence look like I'm, I just want to kill you, you have not implanted that word. Weeks go by, months go by, you still ain't implanted that word. You still trying to humble yourself, doing it on your own. The word will humble you. The word will do it. If you end that word, because the Bible says, lay aside all filthiness and the overflow of wickedness. He's telling you, you got to lay aside. How do I do it? Through the engrafted word. I have to receive it with meekness. How do I receive it with meekness? I begin to humble myself and say, this is what I need. This is what I need. So you're going to humble yourself because if you in pride, you cannot walk in humility. So you begin to say, God, I'm beginning to act prideful. You begin to humble yourself and you begin to go into this word because you know you need it. I need it for me. I ain't worried about everybody else. 
So you implant that word. And when we talk about implanting the word, this is what happened. You know, when people get organ um, transplants, they get the organ transplant. But in, in order for them, that organ not to reject that transplant, they have to take medicines for the rest of their life. But see, if they don't take the medicine, it rejects it. If you don't take the word of God the way you need to take the word of God, you, your mind is going to reject what the word is putting in it because it's used to thinking the way it want to think. Just like if you're putting healing in your mind and you meditate on healing and then you hear you're not going to be healed. The other person died with that. It's trying to reject the word of God. But you're going to keep putting in that medicine. You're going to keep putting in the word. Why? Because you know, no, the word don't come back to me void. It don't come back to God void. But it's going to go out and accomplish that which it please. It's going to prosper in the thing that God has sent it to do. You ain't rejecting this word today. You're going to take this medicine in the name of Jesus. And that's the same thing with strife or anything else. That's not who I am. I'm not a scrifeful person. I'm not a mean person. That's not who I am in Christ. And that's not who I'm going to be. You're going to take this medicine today. But how many of us do that? How many of us really do that? You got to take this word. Knowing that this word works above everything else. How many, when you get medication, when they tell you, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this in order for it to work. How many of us do it? All of us. Because this is what it say. Then they introduce something new to you that say, this is going to help you do better. Well, let me take that too. Give me that too. Then they say, you know, that was good, but they done came out with something else that's going to be better than that. Well, put that on my bill too. Come on, how many of us do that? Come on, all of us. We'll put in, and then they sit up there and talk to you a long time about it. Well, you know, this 80-something-year-old woman, she's been taking this for so long. And, and look at her. Look at her go. Look at her go. And then you say, oh, she walked better than me. Give me some of that, too. How many of us say, give me some of this? Come on, let's be honest. How many say... Give us some of this. Do y'all not know everybody have a different answer to what they want you to purchase? And some of them don't even know what they're talking about. Come on, go into different shops and you picking up different things. Pharmacists will tell you, you only need one multivitamin. Because your body should produce everything else. Get one multivitamin. You go somewhere else, they'll tell you, add this to that one, and add that to this one, and this one right here, do this, and it'll give you more, and then all of a sudden, you feel like a zombie and don't know what's happening. Because you keep adding to what you got. Do you know what that adding does? It put money in that shop. How many of us go into this word and add more scriptures? Okay, Lord, I'm going to check on healing today, but you know, Lord... I got to get some more than healing today. I need some patience. So, Lord, I'm going to go check out some patience today. But you know what, Lord? I've been kind of angry lately, and I don't understand why. So let me check on what the word got to say about being angry. I'm going to keep adding to my situation because I know I got a situation. What about y'all? Lord, I just don't want to look at Miss Deborah's for some reason. There's something about Miss Deborah, and it's just earned me. So, Lord, help me to find out what medication I need today dealing with Miss Deborah. Then the Lord tell me, Miss Deborah, is you. 
I'm using that for an example. I have a problem, Miss Deborah. But what I'm saying is you got to go into the word of God for whatever you're going through. And you got to keep adding. And sometimes you got so much that you're like, whoa, Lord, that was me. You got to take time out to go into the word. It's more than five minutes, y'all. Our flesh cuts up on a daily basis. That's why it's a renewal process. Every day we need the word because our flesh is cutting up every day. We got to have this engrafted word. We have to receive it with meekness because it says it's able to save our soul. It's rescuing our soul from these things that we should not be doing. And then we got to have the washing of the word. The word is what wash you. It cleans that filth from you. How many of us, I don't know about you, when you take you a good shower, a good bath, you come out and you feel so refreshed, you feel so relaxed, you just feel like, woo, I can conquer the world. You feel clean, right? That's what the word does. The word cleanses you. Some of us are still stinking. People smell, smell you from a mile off. Oh, here come that stinking person. Because they, they know. They, in the spirit, they know they, they're still angry. That's the spirit of anger on them. They're carrying offense. The word will wash you. How many want to be washed? I know I do. Every day I got to take a bath in the word. Some of y'all wait months to get in the word. And you be stinking so bad, nobody don't want to be around you. And then you wonder, why nobody like me? Because you ain't washing. You got to get in the word and keep yourself clean. The word gets rid of the filth. It gets rid of all of those things that you're holding. Come on, the word will heal you right where you hurt. And if you want to be healed through your marriage, dealing with your children, dealing with your job, Whatever you're dealing with, if you want to be healed, the word will heal you. 2024 need to be a mind renewal like never before. Because some of the things we thought we knew, when we get into the word, you'd be like, man, God, I didn't see that. Thank you, Lord. So when God was showing me this, God is just so good. He was showing me his kingdom. He said to be a part of my kingdom. You got to know what I'm doing. You got to know who I am. That's why Jesus came forth and said repent. For the kingdom of God is at hand. We supposed to bring kingdom. And the only way we can bring kingdom. Is to know about kingdom. And knowing about kingdom is knowing about his characteristics, knowing about his way of doing things. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his way of doing things. And all of these things shall be added unto you. If you ain't seeking the kingdom first, then all of the things that come through the kingdom can't be added because you're not seeking him first and his way of doing Every situation you go through, you're supposed to seek him first. When your body is going through, you're supposed to seek him first. When you're going through in your mind, you're supposed to seek him first. The mind of Christ is in the spirit. To connect to the mind that's Christ, you have to renew your mind to connect with the mind of Christ. That's your soul. 
The problem is the soul. It ain't the spirit. The spirit has what you need, but in order to get what the spirit have, you have to have a mind renewal, renew your mind according to the word. This is your spiritual food. Come on, y'all. Let's quit playing. Let's don't go into 2024 and don't take time to renew our mind. People want to have watch night. Watch night ain't going to do you no good if you ain't going to renew your mind. Come on, you get a word every Tuesday and every Sunday. What are you doing with your spiritual food? Are you taking it? Are you searching the scriptures for yourself? Are you hearing God for yourself? And say, this is what apostles said, but God speak to me, speak to my heart. We got some people in here that's fighting. Still got a fight in them. Not from the word of God, but they're angry. So we got to deal with what's dealing with us so we can show the character of God. We don't fight against flesh and blood. We're not fighting against one another. When you know what the word of God said, when somebody come at you the wrong way, you know you're not fighting against that person. It's the spirit that's using the person. How do you know? Because you've been in Ephesians, the sixth chapter, and you read it, and you got forewarned. How can God forewarn you of anything if you're not connecting with the word of God? Come on, y'all. This is no game. You got to know for yourself. You got to know him as a healer for yourself. You can't wait on me or nobody else. But we carry out what the word of God tell us to carry out. I'm going to end with this scripture because this is the one that touched me. Philippians 2, 1 through 5. I'm reading out New Living Translation. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love, any fellowship together in the spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose. Did y'all hear that? Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. How can we have the same attitude? By getting into the word of God. God said, don't be selfish. If you're selfish, it is because you ain't had a mind renewal. It ain't because, it's because you don't know who you are now that you're in Christ. We're supposed to think of others more than we think of ourselves because when we know who we are now that we're in Christ it ain't about us no more it's about what he want to do through us we let go of everything when we become born again because our new life is in him and it's not in us God is saying 2024 need to be a mind renewal like never before. Y'all need to catch hold because God has been telling y'all it's going to be exposed in time like never before. Things are coming out the woodwork like never before. You're seeing celebrities coming out of the woodwork, getting caught up in stuff. You're seeing ministers coming out of the woodwork, getting caught up in stuff. Your mind got to be so renewed that you're going to know the difference.
It's time for a mind renewal. It's time for a washing, a cleansing, which come from the word of God. If you want to get rid of all of that filth and all of that stuff, I double dog dare you to get into the word of God and let the word cleanse you like never before. Y'all, the word is so good. I remember I woke up one morning and when I woke up, the enemy was attacking And when he was attacking, the first thing that I heard, and I hadn't heard this song in years, was the song I played to y'all, played for y'all just now, Worthy. God reminded me how worthy I was. He reminded me how strong I was in him. The whole song spoke to me when I woke up and it carried me. That's just how faithful God is. He'll put a song on your heart. He'll give you a word from the word, but the song he put there had the word in it. It told me everything that I needed to know that day. And the only thing I could do was lift my hands. What am I saying to you? If I was not where I needed to be, I would just say, I ain't got time for that. But you got to know when God is speaking. That's why you have to take your medicine. You have to take this more than you taking anything else. And people get mad at you when you're giving them truth, y'all. When, when you see the devil coming at them and you telling them this is what you need to do, people get mad because they think that's pride. So get into the word. Let this word, accept it with meekness. Accept this engrafted word because this word is what's going to save your soul, what's going to rescue your soul from all of this wickedness. So y'all... Get into the word this coming up year. Don't play around with it no more. Turn off the televisions. Spend more time in this word than you're spending time watching TV. Than you're spending time. Please get rid of these social media networking. Some people spending more time following up with Facebook more than they following up with truth. The word is what saves you. It's what rescues you. Facebook can't rescue you. Your friends can't. The word of God is what's going to keep you. Come on, let's show them kingdom this year coming up. Let's show them the deaf hearing, the blind seeing, the lame walking, incurable sicknesses and diseases being healed, tumors and growths disappearing. Let's show them God's way. Not our way, but God's way. And as long as you're in that word, you're going to do what the word of God tells you to do. If he said lay hands, just lay hands. That's all. Lay hands on the sick. They shall recover. You doing it because you believe it. You're not doing it just to try it out. You're doing it because the word told you to do it. Whatever the word says, do it. Mind renewal. 2024. It's a mind renewal. That's the word. Amen. Amen. Let's give God glory. And the last thing I want to say, y'all. Let's get over. Thanks for watching Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries, where miracles happen. You can join us each week on Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern for church service and on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern for Bible study. For upcoming events, teachings, and ways to contact us and more, you can visit us on the web at www.mtdm.org. You can also give a donation by clicking the donation tab. God bless you.
and we will see you next week.